When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club, a program designed to help all podcasts reach their full potential. For information about joining the Robots Radio Rocket Club, check out robotsradio.net. Welcome to Holocron Histories, Star Wars Canon versus Legends. We're going to take a deep dive into the lore of the Star Wars universe. Hello and welcome to the Holocron Histories podcast where we talk about Star Wars canon versus legend lore. I'm one of your hosts, Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm your other host, Ben of Tamaria. And we are here to talk about planets. Yes. And surveying we... <laughs> planets, surveying the flora, the fauna, the random elements. Oh. I, th- I think I think you're mixing up with Mass Effect right there, or you know Starfield. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Starfield on the brain. That this game, I'm telling you, when full mod support comes out, I know they've already done this. It we're is gonna going, have it's it's going to be an open world Star Wars game at that point. I mean, uh-huh. Bethesda knew it was going to happen, and it's going to happen. So, but yes, I made a Star Destroyer. Did you? I did make a Star Destroyer. I've I've seen a lot of people using the ship editor making Star Destroyers. I've seen the Eppen Hawk. I've seen the Millennium Falcon. I've seen the Razor Crest. I've seen a Y Wings. I I've seen so 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 many Star Wars. I sh- I saw a buddy of mine do the ghost. Interesting. I haven't seen that one yet. I've been trying to do an X-Wing, but there's no, like, curved. Yeah, that's a true point. That's a good point. But I guess I could do a closed X-Wing. Um, and this is something they need to add to the game through DLC or whatnot with Starfield. And this is a little side tangent before we start that our actual show but they need to add gun turrets so your like companions or your passengers or your crew can actually shoot the gun turrets from your ship they have automated turrets yeah but it's not the same it's not a bubble dome with an actual gun i guess that's true it'd be cool to see like you know have commentary from your crew or from your companions talking about, oh, I shot this down, I shot that pirate down, or something like that. I, I, I want that. I just want that. Dif- different than uh, just, you killed their graph drive. Right, yeah, exactly. You but, know how often I kill an enemy's graph drive? It's like the, I hit them once and like, oh, I bye-bye graph drive. <laughs> Did you not protect your graph drive? 
I hide. I put my grab. I put my grab drive in like the middle of my ship, surrounded by all my holes. Exactly. That's what I do too. So you can't hit it. Um, But uh, or side tangent, you know, uh, we are going into a very specific planet that we all know from the series, and a planet that gets constantly attacked and taken over. Lo and behold, it is Coruscant. Yeah, like. You know, okay, I have I have beef. So, again, apparently all my beef is with Kotor, even though I claim that like it's one of my favorite games in the whole world. But I have a lot of beef with things said in Kotor, apparently. We're learning this about Austin through this podcast. They talk about like, hey, we need to like really amp up our forces so we're ready to launch an attack on the core worlds, which includes Coruscant. And they make this whole big deal. Like, you have to have a lot of military power to go into the core worlds. But, like, the Separatists, the CIS, attack it, like, every other day. Yeah. Literally every... Like, watch the Clone Wars. How many times have you seen Coruscant being attacked or senators being kidnapped for ransom or, like, all this stuff? It's like, this is, like, the capital planet of the core worlds of the galaxy how does it not have enough security (laughs) like what and i get like you're at war but you've got like if anyone has ever played risk or if you want to go back star wars commander commander star wars uh galaxy at war oh yeah you've got to have enough defenses on your home planet. Otherwise. You, it's yeah, it's yeah. over. Yep. But uh, today's episode. We are going specifically over the Legends material of Coruscant. Or bits and pieces. Because there is a lot. Um, in Legends specifically. Because a lot happens to this planet. Sadly in Legends. So the summary here. Is Coruscant. Um. Originally called Nort- uh, Nortron, also known as the Queen of the Core Worlds, the Jewel of the Core Worlds, or Imperial Center during the New Order, and as Yuzhvan Tar under the Yuzhan Vaughn, as a planet located in the Galactic Core, it was an ancient homeworld of the Tang and the Zell species, and is generally also believed the original birthplace of humans. During most of the galactic history, Coruscant was the most political important world in the galaxy at various times. It was the capital of the Galactic Republic, the Galactic Empire, the New Republic, the Yuzhan Vong Empire, the Galactic Alliance, Darth Krait's Galactic Empire, and the Galactic Federation Chonferate. Uh, in controlling Coruscant, these governments controlled most of the galaxy in the process. So, yeah, uh, as you see and heard... Coruscant's typically the capital of majority of all the eras in the galaxy. And then over the centuries, Coruscant had developed into an ecumenopolis. I even know. Ecumenopolis. There we go. Ecumenopolis. Uh, with a total of 5,127 levels of a city built from the crust 
by the time of the Clone Wars, the actual planet-wide of Metropolis of Coruscant was called Galactic City. Under the Galactic Republic, the names of Republic City or the City of Spires were also used in, to reference the city. It was also called the Imperial City under the Galactic Empire and the New Republic City under the New Republic. However, in practice, Galactic City and its other names were sometimes applied to the Senate District, the Central Government Center, and de facto capital of Coruscant. Yeah, um, this planet levels like 5,127 levels is ridiculous. And only if we got that Star Wars 1313 game. Only. If only. Yeah. That I thought that was supposed to be like the new battle, like the Battlefront Three. No, thirteen thirteen was like a bounty hunter. Uh, was a bounty hunter game. Oh, do you think thirteen thirteen is what Outlaws is? You think it? No, I don't think so. Because thirteen thirteen was twenty. I think it was announced in 2012, 2013. They had one trailer, cinematic trailer for it, and then like the next year, it was canceled completely. Hmm. I forget who the developer was, too. Um, but anyway, we now have the history. So, the pre-Republic. So, around 200,000 BBY, the planet Nortron was home of two species, the Grayskin uh, Tang and the uh, Zell, the ancestors of the modern humans. The 13 nations of the Zell eventually came into conflict with the Tang and the Battalions. Battalions of Zell fought the Tang in fierce war. However, during a battle at the city of Great Zell, a volcano erupted and the Tang overran and terrified the terrified Zell in the battle that followed. Taking the city victory and the cloud of volcanic ash as a sign of divine favor, the Tang adopted the name Da Warda Verda, the Warriors of Shadow. However, they were ultimately driven off Nortron. To the planet of Rune by the Zell, the leaders of the 13 nations believe the archaeologists to have been buried near the planet's south pole in the structure of became no, known as the Ice Crypts. The mother goddess Onra was believed to be the mistress of the planet Nortron. And then sometime around 100,000 BBY, the Kolumi species visit Nortron, known as the time as Coruscant, though they diminished the world as primitive and disappointment. Coruscant's human natives began to urbanize their homeworld after the departure of the Tang, and the archaeologists later believed that the Petrax Historic Quarter was the site of the planet's first skyscrapers. And then the Gree species also had contact with early humans building Coruscant's original infrastructure and by the approximate date of 900,000 or 90,000 BBY the Ecumetropolis later known as Galactic City had began to be built upwards as the human population scored the force of them in the first astronomic scram or scrubbers delivery pipelines recycling plants the hydroponic farms instead of burning Unrecycled garbage, Coruscant's and Heavens built cannons that launched canisters of waste into orbit where the garbage scored uh, could tow them out to the star out of the star system. So they specifically built pipelines and hydroponic farms 
and deliver and uh, astrospheric scrubbers instead of dealing with their waste. So they made cannons to shoot their garbage into space. Hmm. That's one way to do it. <laughs> you know, you know when you uh, go and visit Earth and Starfield. And you walk out there and there's all that like satellite debris and other debris there. That's what I imagine. Oh, yes. Here of Coruscant looks yep. like. And then around three uh, 30,000 BBY, the Rakata species discovered Coruscant and incorporated it into their infinite empire. Some humans were taken to slaves and put into the work across the empire. The, the remaining humans learned from their rulers technology and developed sleeper ships. Over the next several centuries, the Coruscanti dispatched a number of sleeper ships, and by 27,500 BBY, their ships had established colonies on Metrolos, Ascalon, Axlam, Tapasi, Alderaan, Kuat, Rendili, Corfa, Corellia, and other worlds of the Ringelach Shell region. That's a lot of words. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, w- the core worlds. Yeah. Well, it became the core worlds. Uh, and then around 27,000 27, BBY, they launched ships even further, seeding the planets of Barseg and Genelis 7 in the distant Tyon Cluster. And then around... 25,200 BBY, the Infinite Empire collapsed due to the infighting and the species-wide plague that afflicted the Rakata and the humans of Coruscant reclaimed rulership of the world around the time they launched the sleeper ships Lucani Dawn. Uh, and then by 25,053 BBY, Coruscant had established contact with the Alderaan, um, Duro, Corellia, and many other planets in, in the Core Worlds. And the planet was site of the signing the Galactic Constitution, which founded the Galactic Republic and named Coruscant the capital of the new government. So, yeah, a lot happens um, for Coruscant to be capital and a lot of bad things. Yeah, it's interesting to me like the that Coruscant gets really put on the map. Because of the Rakata and the Infinite Empire. Right. Like, otherwise they would just develop and be this city world. But they really, like, get in contact with these other worlds to, like, form a government because of the Infinite Empire. And then making sleeper ships. Yep. Thanks to the Rakata, we have majority of things in the known galaxy of Star Wars. At least for Legends. Yeah, for Legends, not for canon. We don't know anything about canon yet, but for Legends. So now we have uh, to where the, it's the Republic's early years. So almost two centuries after the the Locana Dawn's launch, the people of Coruscant were dismayed to witness the vessel's destruction when the sleeper ship, which had been carefully watched by Coruscant scientists for the last two centuries, was ripped apart by a meteor shower. The development of the hyperspace cannons linked Coruscant to Alderaan, Duro, Corellia, and other worlds. But it was not until Corellian scientists 
succeeded in reverse engineering the Rakatan hyperdrive around 25,000 BBY that starships could travel between the worlds of the Republic in a matter of days. Hence, another thing about the Rakatan leaving their crap behind and mm-hmm. letting everybody up. Oh, let's re, uh, reverse engineer everything they had to get modern technology. I think it's so funny to me because Bioware is the one who introduces the Rakata mm-hmm. through KOTOR. And then they create more lore behind them as they're developing Swotor. And then they release Mass Effect. Yep. Which has a race called Protheans, who were this super secret empire that left behind a bunch of technology that led to the hyper advancement of people reverse engineering their technology to create the ability to use the Mass Effect to make faster than light jumps yep i hope everyone sees where i'm going with this it's a copy and paste just with the name change (laughs) and then starfield comes around and they have graph drives which is basically just like a marriage between mass effect jumps and hyperspace Hyperspace. jumps yep it literally in the side like the effect when you go into a grav jump in Starfield is like literally a combination of the mass relay jumps and going to hyperspace. It's like a combination mm-hmm. of the two where it's like a weird effect where you see you're going through space time. It's weird, but yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of mass effect references in Starfield. Oh yeah, I have and a lot of Star Wars references. I mean, Starfield being the space game from Bethesda, I can guarantee they literally looked at the th- like Star Wars, Star Trek, Mass Effect, and uh, Firefly, and a bunch of like other really big space uh, games or shows, and like. There, there's just so many references. So many references. Mm-hmm. But uh, Coruscant soon became the anchor for the newly charted uh, Perlinium trade route, uh, a major hyperspace or hyperlane that linked the Republic with the distant Tyon cluster where the human colonists had developed their own proud and warlike society. Coruscant also sat on the intersection of the Perlinium and the Spin, a hyperlane that wrapped around the deep core from Metalos to Corellia. In the round 25,000 BBY, the Permillion trade route brought the Republic into contact with the Jedi Order on the distant planet Osis, and after Jedi Master Huan Tiar toward the Republic, the Jedi became the government's protectors and established a presence on Coruscant. However, when the first great Schism split the Jedi Order around 24,500 BBY. Coruscant was caught in the conflict between the Jedi Order and the Dark Jedi of the Legion of Leto as a battle occurred in the Coruscant during the fighting. Go figure. <laughs> and then uh, around 24,000 BBY, the Taianese War broke out and the Honorable Union of 
Dysphoro, and Tyon as the Tyanese began a march on the conquest along the Pormelian trade route of between 24,000 and 23,100 BBY. The Tyanese pushed deep into Korolds, and even Coruscant itself was attacked. The Tyanese bombarded Coruscant's city surface with the pressure bombs. As the centuries passed the Republic City, a district in the Coruscant's eastern hemisphere near the Mamaria Mountains expanded outward, absorbing the planet's other districts and developing into the Ecometropolis of the Galactic City. See? The, the, there's another thing of the um, Coruscant being attacked. That's about yeah. like three or four instances already. Yeah, too much. Just move. Right. And then in uh, 15,500 BBY, Republic scouts encountered this enormous fire-breathing reptilian species known as the and I will butcher this. The Dewey Duerga Wien. Close enough. On a planet in the Outer Rim territories, terrified the scouts open fired on the creature and fled the planet, refer, uh, returning to Coruscant. But the enraged creature followed their attackers back to the capital and attacked it in what was later known as the Duergan Wien Contention. So wait, they found this fire-breathing lizard on another planet, and then it followed back to Coruscant? So it could... What, did it, like, hop aboard the ship, or did it, like, fly through space? Like, what? The Force. The, yeah, okay, the Force. Okay, the Force. Yeah, there we go, the Force. The Force deemed Coruscant to be attacked for a fifth time. <laughs> and the supreme chancellor at the time also, oh. not the only time that a giant beast like creature has been brought back to Coruscant and wreaked havoc on it that's a fair point That that's a good point and then the supreme chancellor at the time Florian uh, refused to mobilize the Republic Navy and instead attempted to communicate with the massive star dragons uh, attacking the planet and to the surprise of the terrified uh, Coruscanti, Florian was successful. The Dornigan were actually intelligent and naturally peaceful. And the uh, Dornigan philosopher Bors Mato negotiated a treaty to end the conflict. The two later worked together to establish the University of Coruscant, the planet's first university. And the two were immortalized in a pair of statues fashioned from Chini. I have no idea what that is. Uh oh, it's a another. What is this? It's a type of material for statues. So they're they're star dragons. So the, these these fire breathing lizards are star dragons. Mm-hmm. Star whales. Star whales. Star dragons. Uh, yep. We we yeah. <laughs> so now we get to the PS Day and onward. So around 12,000 BBY, the Galactic Museum was established on Coruscant, and it would serve as the Galactic's premier repository of historical artifacts as well over 10,000 years. By the time of a religious cult known as the PSDA 
was worshipped a deity named the Goddess and established on Coruscant for several centuries, and the cult's followers are known as the Strict Moral Code and their emphasis on physical, spiritual, purity, and humanocentrism. And then... Humanitarianism, maybe? No idea. It, it's it's a philosophy words. of having a perspective of human majority oh. and like humanocentrism. That yes. Mm-hmm. And then around twelve thousand BBY, the human later known as Cortoplex One. Uh, or the first, rose to prominence within the Coruscant Merchants Guild, became the leadership figure in the Piestia faith on Coruscant. Piestia arranged for the impeachment of Bothan's Supreme Chancellor Percivalia in 11,987 BBY and his assassination shortly afterward. The Contiplex I was elected to succeed Percivalia as a result. And then under under Contiplex, the PSDA became the unofficial religion of the Republic and taught that communities could be restored to purity by purging irredeemable elements and to the PSDA, alien species were the epitome of a spiritual corruption. In 11,965 BBY, Contiplex I launched the first PSDA crusade, one of 34 military campaigns against alien species that would be conducted by Contiplex and his successors who formed the Contiplex dynasty and took on the title of Contiplex in honor of the first Contiplex. That's messed up. Mm-hmm. That's literally like holy crusades in space, specifically on one planet. After, like, what? And then in 11,933 BY, the Jedi Order departed Coruscant and returned to Osis in the Rescule as the as they could not decide the action take against the uh, corrupt Republic. The PSDF era finally ended in 10,966 BY when the Jedi Order. Ascalon and a member of the alien species defeated the Piestia in the Battle of Yukin in the Seventh Alaskan Conflict. Yeah, that was a lot. And then we get to the events of Suotor. So, Kotor, Suotor, and all that. Uh, you get to Kotor, Kotor 2, which Coruscant, you don't visit in either of those games in Couture 1 or 2. That's correct. And then Couture you do visit, which a lot of happens to Couture, uh, to Coruscant and Couture because it gets bombarded by the Sith Empire during the uh, Great uh, Great Hypers- Great Galactic War. Great Galactic War? Great Hyperspace War? Uh, I think those are two different things. They are two different things, and I can't remember which one it was. But the Great Hyperspace War is XR Coon. Okay, so it's the Great Galact it's the Great Galactic War. Um mm-hmm. but yeah. Malgus literally orders or the Sith Empire orders a bombardment of the Jedi Temple and it's in ruins and also, you know, 
parts of the city district is also destroyed. A lot of it. So, people die. And um, by the events, when you go and go to your homeworld, if you're a Republic um, character in Sotora, you get to see all this. And I highly recommend playing the uh, Jedi Knight or Jedi Counselor storylines because you do get to see, like, the ruins of the Jedi Temple and all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, at this point, I think it's a good time to take our mid-break. All right, let's do it. So welcome to the middle of the show where we talk about things going on podcast. And so it's here where we thank patrons. Thank you to all of our patrons uh, who shouted us out uh, or who support us. We had a great patron chat last week. It's a lot of fun talking about the Ahsoka episodes, which is the finals tonight. The final is tonight. The finale is tonight. The finale. It's only eight episodes. Tonight's the last episode. That's stressful. But we had a lot of fun talking about that. If you want to join us on there, you can go to patreon.com slash holocron histories and sign up at our Jedi Master slash Sith Lord tier. Uh, You can also support us by leaving reviews and comments on Spotify. If you leave us five stars and some kind words, we'll read them out on a future episode of the show. Do we have a comment or review to read today? Uh, not today. Not today. All right. So if you leave that again, we'll read it out on a future episode of the show. You can come hang out with us on Discord. Tops Podcasting and more. Ben, ben and Friends Podcasting. I never remember. Because I remember being like, Ben of Podcasting is what I want you to call it. But so you can find us there. On those two servers, the Robots Radio server, under the same names. Shout us out if you want to come talk Star Wars and hang out with us. Check or check out our other shows. So as we kind of alluded to, we've alluded to several times. I host the Dragon Age Lorecast and the Assassin's Creed Lorecast. And then Ben is hosting 10 million shows. Not 10 million. So just you can uh... find him all over the internet. <laughs> just for this show. Um Final Fantasy Lorecast, the Wizarding World Lorecast, and then the newly added Witcher Lorecast. So, yeah, super exciting stuff. Yeah, so you can check them out. All those shows are part of the Robots Radio Network slash Rocket Club. So if you hop over to the Robots Radio Discord, you can find all those shows and wherever they are. If you go up to uh, robotsradio.com, you can find links to get to all of our shows that are listed there. It's real easy to find them all in one place. Yes. Other than that, um, I don't think I have anything to add. Well, I don't have anything else to add either, so let's get back into it. Um, Star Wars is awesome. Yes, that's true. Star Wars is awesome. Star Wars is life. Okay, now that we're back, we now have the Great Peace of the Republic, which honestly is very surprising um, because there's no peace in this. There's no peace from the Republic. Let's be honest. There's always conflict. Um, it's Star Wars, not Star Peace. Exactly. 
So one attack, <laughs> which wait, hang on, we start saying this is the peaceful time of the Republic, and they're already getting attacked. <laughs> So one attack on Coruscant took place over a thousand years before the Clone Wars. In 335 BBY, the Coruscanti government introduced the granite slugs, a species of land mollusks, to the planet's undercity in aid of efforts to clean up the refuse and accumulated over centuries. Over time, the slug population exploded, and while the appearance of the paved area of the Undercity was greatly improved, the slugs also served as a food source for predators that had previously been contained. So they they brought one thing in to help the planet, but then also caused more problems. So. Sounds about right. And then a hundred... 10 BBY, many blood carvers relocated their homeworld of Batorine uh, to Coruscant, where they became famous for their wood carvings. In later decades, Prince Zeron, a Falion of royal blood, used his fortune as the head of the Zoran transport systems to raise Coruscant's historic Farfala skyscraper and construct a castle in its place from the sub foundations up. And then in 33 BBY, terrorist organization the Flail accused the Galactic Senate of corruption despite public service of Coruscant, including commerce, communications, traffic, and weather, destroying po- property and lives while doing so. They were stopped by agents of Finis Valor- uh, Valorum. Which, I mean, this terrorist organization wasn't wrong. So, yeah. And then th- in 32 BBY, the violent criminal gang Black Heth started terrorizing the Coruscant underworld. The Jaina group was supplying weapons, but the Jedi Padawan Obi-Wan Kenobi intervened and stopped the criminal activity. Later that year, Queen Amidala of Naboo escaped a Trade Federation blockade of her own homeworld, and on Coruscant, her attempts to persuade the Senate of to aid Naboo were thwarted by bureaucracy and political maneuvering and tra- in frustration, she called for a vote of no confidence in the embattled Supreme Chancellor Valorum, paving the way for Naboo Senator Palpatine to take his place. So obviously we're getting to the events of the prequel series. And then in 30 BBY, Jedi Masters Pierce and Jemekel were killed by bounty hunter Azura Sling. Uh, who was wanted for the murder of several other Jedi while searching for her on Coruscant, Zian Amasuru, Jamoka's Padawan, reported the incident to the Jedi High Council at the Jedi Temple where a mission to capture Singh was organized. And if I remember, I'm trying to think, she was Azura Singh... Ah, she's the white. She's the white paled bounty hunter. I couldn't remember. Yeah, the one with the radio thing in her head. Yeah, and she has the long, like, red ponytail, Mm -hmm. while the rest of her head is shaved. And then in twenty seven, appeared first appeared in the Phantom Menace. True, that is true. And then in twenty seven BBY, Coruscant was almost destroyed by Ashar. Korda using the infinite infant of Shah, 
Django Fett, Zam Wessel, and Yarl Poof saved Coruscant, although Poof sacrificed himself to do so. News of the averted disaster never widely divulged. However, in the same year, Jedi Master Joris Koboth and his Padawan Laura Zing Zingler uh, interrupted a meeting between Supreme Chancellor Palpatine and his aide Kenmar Dorian on the Coruscant to demand more funding for the Kaboth's proposed outbound flight project. The sides came to the agreement that the Kaboth could resolve a mining strike on the planet Bullock and it would free up enough funds to finish the project, after which Palpatine ordered Dorian to keep watch over Kaboth. Dorian returned to his apartment to pack and the contacted his true master, Darth Sidious. After Kaboth received permission from the Jedi Council to travel Bullock, Master Mace Windu ordered uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and his Padawan Anakin Skywalker to follow Kaboth to his destruction. Or destination. Sorry, destination. Not destruction, destination. And then we get to the actual events of the prequels, which, you know, a lot happens on Coruscant. Mainly political stuff until we get to Revenge of the Sith, where not so political things happen and people die. <clears throat> the kids. The um, children. Children die. Children die. Anakin, Master Skywalker, what shall we do? <laughs> Don't call me Master. <laughs> right. Uh, and then now we get to the Galactic Andrew. Empire. I have a tangent. Have you seen the meme that that little kid is Balin? No. Oh my god, it said Balin. I didn't even get turn. It just showed him side by side with the little kid. Oh it my god. It says Master god. Skywalker. What are we going to do? <laughs> That's so terrible. <laughs> I don't think he was hilarious. that young. Hilarious. It is hilarious, but I don't think Balin was that young. During the Clone Wars, obviously. Um, so now we get to Palpatine's rule. So as the Republic, Coruscant continued to function as a galactic capital, but they renamed to Imperial Center while the Galactic City was redubbed the Imperial City. While the planet's name was officially changed during the Palpatine's rule, uh, many, most working class citizens of the Galactic Empire continued to call the planet City by its old name. Emperor Palpatine also began to shape Coruscant with his own designs. This included installation of almost 1 million surveillance systems throughout the uh, Ecometropolis. Massive shield generators were placed all over Coruscant, where the shield se uh, segments overlapped. Powerful storms would brew, although Coruscant had always been for its high concentration of thunderstorms due to rising vapors from the billions of building, buildings and homes and the increased frequency lent the planet a foreboding almost gothic look under imperial rule illegal trade flourished in coruscant where the nobility coveted certain prohibitive items including slaves and banned artwork as statue symbols palpatine tolerated such activity as it kept minor nobles occupied with their own intrigues and provided him with a means of blackmailing some nobles into his service and then following the palpatine's departure to indoor system to oversee the second death star at least two massive space stations commonly known as world crafts were being constructed, the Emperor personally gifted them to his most loyal servants with Enoch's Divian and Grand Moff Artis Kane, 
where they were gifted a craft each. However, Divian would steal both of them for his new empire following the failure at Endor. Yeah, because, um, mm-hmm. you know, spoiler alert, Palpatine gets axed. Well, supposed axed, I should say. Legends and canon, on that note. Um, and then following the death of Palpatine, quote-unquote death, uh, at the Battle of Endor in 4 ABY, an uprising took place in Coruscant. Building, billions of Coruscant re- revealed and their newfound freedom and armed uprising sprang out of the non-human dominated sectors. Imperial patrols were attacked in the streets. Statues of Palpatine were toppled and other Imperial symbols were desecrated. Good for them because the Empire... Well, I mean, in practice, in like... The only problem with the Empire was Palpatine. And, like, there was other well, things, too. But it was... It still worked? Define work. The system kept going, even though there was a lot of... A lot of problems. But yes, the system kept going on the backs of the enslaved labor of the space yeah, finds of Kessel right. and the enslaved labor of the Imperial shipyards and the enslaved yeah, labor I, I of get the entire it, I get it. <laughs> planet of Kashyyyk and organized crime became more rampant. You know, that don't be an empire. Enough said. Be and, an then, empire. and then now we get to the, the new Republic. Are the bad guys. Yes. They're modeled after the Nazis. That's true. I completely forgot about that. That is true. Uh, And now we get to the New Republic. So, controlling Coruscant was the key to the Galactics of War. For the New Republic, Imperial City was renamed once more to Galactic City, and the former official name Imperial Center was abandoned. After Ishtar's loss of Coruscant and her retreat to Typherna, fragmentation within the Empire uh, deepened as the Imperials lost faith in their leaders and the survivors of the Imperial Inner Circle were found once again providing a tremendous central authority for the Empire. In 8 ABY, Coruscant was visited by Hap's Constatorium, which surrounded the planet with a fleet of Hapton battle dragons, marking the first time in a millennia that the Insular Society made significant contact with the rest of the galaxy since the Cassorium sealed its borders around 3100 BBY. So, the Hapes Consortium, which is Hapen space. I mean, if you're familiar with Legends books, you know that they're a big deal. But, interesting enough, their queen eventually has relations it's probably not queen at the time but who becomes queen has relations with jason solo and births a granddaughter for han and leia interesting look at jason being just like his dad (laughs) um yes and then like his grandfather yeah that's a good point. That's also true. Uh, and then 9 ABY, during the Thrawn Crisis, Grand Amount of Thrawn's fleet besieged the Galactic Capital, 
on 44811, uh, since his forces were outnumbered by the New Republic's defenses of Coruscant, he used cloaking technology to create an effective siege weapon. And then in 10 ABY, the Imperial Inner Circle, encouraged by that Thrawn had accomplished so quickly with so little, agreed to organize an attack on Coruscant and other key New Republic worlds in the core. After Palpatine's final death, because he didn't die on, at Endor, he stayed alive because Force magic and cloning. Cloning. So same, same reason he stayed alive in the sequel trilogy. Yeah, they used the copy and paste of that. Because uh, Dave Filoni likes to take things from Legends and put them back into the canon. Thank you. But he didn't write the... But he. Oh, that's a good point. He didn't do the sequels, as he should have. Anyway, um, after Palpatine's final death in 11 ABY at the Battle of Alderaan, the New, Republic's, the New Republic retook the planet and used EVS construction droids to clear the rubble and create new gleaming skyscrapers. While Coruscant had suffered severe damage during the Imperial, Imperial Civil War, the solar mirrors remained in orbit and no irreversible damage had been done to the planet itself. And then in 17 ABY, following the Blackfeet crisis, while Lady Organa Solo was preparing for a speech, the Senate building was attacked and severely damaged by uh, Barkus and Dolph forcing a nearly completed renovation. Uh, the words. Mm-hmm. And then in 19 ABY, ABY, following the signing of the Pallian Garveris Treaty by Imperial Grand Admiral Galad Pallian. A new New Republic city of state, Pollock Garveson, on the Chimera. Jedi Master Luke Skywalker and Mar Jade planned to wed on Coruscant. However, one year later, during the wedding ceremony, a group of Imperial partisans attempted to sabotage it, including infiltrating the event site and hiring a swoop gang to disrupt the wedding. I'm. S- I feel. Okay. Ha- what? Just Empire. The Empire, led by Palpatine, Thrawn, Natasi Dalla, whoever you want to talk about. Destroyer of planets. Enslaver of the galaxy. You know how we can really get back at this punk who's caused us so much trouble? Let's disrupt his wedding. Yeah, not a smart move. people yeah they hired a swoop gang of all people like a swoop gang they're not even professionals <laughs> a swoop gang like and they, they were just trying to cause a disturbance they would have known that a smear swoop gang wouldn't have disrupted this wedding with just luke and mara present not to mention probably leia is also present in there and kyle katarn and every other jedi that luke's been training up at this point yeah probably not a great move because you have at least a dozen force users who have lightsabers Against us, like, the, like against really <laughs> against the black Volkers. Like, come on. Yeah. Um. It. Uh, that. It. Yeah. Poor. Poor decision on their part. 
And then in 22 ABY, the second Imperium infiltrated the Coruscant system by using the cloaked Shadow Academy to remain in orbit above the planet, invisible to the eyes of the New Republic military presence and Coruscant Planetary Defense Force, a second Imperium force consisting of former TIE pilot Quarry's assault shuttle and several modified TIE fighters also boarded the bulk cruiser Adamant and fled into hyperspace with a variable cargo of Starship hyperdrives. And that's really, and there, there's more on top of that, but this, that, I mean, this episode would have been like a two hour episode if we did all that. Because then it goes into the Yuzhan Von War and a bunch of other stuff. Um, but we'll cover the Yuzhan Von War in its own episode. Oh, yeah, because that, the, that war specifically. Yeah, so Coruscant is... at least has five more attacks planned in its future. Yeah, it's bad. I, yeah, why they don't move this capital or why they just don't, you know, have a planetary, like, artillery system in their, in orbit or something is beyond me because they should have learned from, they should have just learned from the Clone Wars for one. Then again, I mean, then, I mean, obviously Palpatine took the planet by surprise but even after that, when the New Republic gets established, they should have learned from all the mistakes from the Clone Wars and the Galactic Civil War. And it's like, hey, maybe we should protect this planet. I think they should just hire swoop gangs. <laughs> just hire swoop gangs. Just hire swoop gangs and let them be bouncers for everything. Yeah, exactly. It seemed like a solid strategy. Yeah, because they because they can disrupt a wedding of Force users because that's that's what they're made for. Mm-hmm. A swoop gang. <laughs> it's like imagine, imagine, imagine. Like this is this this is not quite the equivalent. Imagine sending the Hell's Angels to go and disrupt a wedding of Navy Seals. Yeah, it's still not a good thing to do. <laughs> God, it, yeah, it's bad. Don't, don't, don't do that. Just don't disrupt a, a wedding of powerful people can, who can use space don't magic. Don't, don't, don't disrupt, disrupt a wedding, wedding for one. Don't, yeah. just don't do that. And also, don't disrupt a wedding with people who have magic. Yes, <laughs> and space yeah, magic yes. on top of that. But, um, that's all I have for this episode. Is there anything else we need to add? Nope, I think we can wrap it up. Cool. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And may the force be with you. Thank you for listening to Holocron Histories, Star Wars Canon versus Legends. You can find us on the Robots Radio Discord at robotsradio.net. You can also follow us on Twitter at SWHoloHistories and contact us at holocronhistories at gmail.com. When a wasteland detective and a vault girl cross paths, no criminal is safe. You're both under arrest. Don't move a muscle if you know what's good for you. Based in Bethesda's Fallout series, follow Walter and Bunny as they traverse the Texas Commonwealth and New Vegas, busting big crime rings. We'll need all we can to expand into Vegas territory. And surviving anything the wasteland can throw at them. It's him! It's the Mothman! 
Featuring a series of nail-biting narratives and guest stars from across the Fallout community. It's anybody's guess what thrilling case is up next. War never changes, does it, Bonnie? No, it certainly does not. True Vault Escapades, a Fallout audio drama. Available anywhere you get podcasts. Oh, my God.